Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. to get so much better because you're listening to another episode of musicals taught me everything i know it's me kb i'm gonna be your host today and joining me at the table is the dashing zancy weather and the beautiful oh Miranda Solis. hey guys it's nice to see you hi, hi kb <laughs> i only just realized that you have a catchphrase it's me kb it's me kb <laughs> i didn't notice that before ah uh, yeah it rhymes, so I like it. <laughs> if <laughs> you guys noted. have any suggestions as to other catchphrases, please <laughs> let us know. Um, we are going to talk all things Book of Mormon today with our special guest. Sam Piaggio. Hello. Hey, Sam, Sam Piaggio. Hi, Sam. Apparently neither dashing or beautiful. Oh, oh no, oh, you oh, are oh, a dashing. Oh, oh, You're both, both. dashing and beautiful. The dashingly and beautiful. The dashingly beautiful. <laughs> Sam. Um, named welcome. after a scooter, if I'm not incorrect. <laughs> you were named after a scooter? I Sam, don't think it the works. scooter? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't know. I don't think that's how it worked uh, with family names. <laughs> no. But maybe, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll claim it. Uh, welcome to the show, Sam. I'm glad to be here. Um, we know you. We know who you are. <laughs> but our listeners don't know who you are. So maybe, just maybe, we Boy, should like do it. like a getting to know you quiz. What are you I anticipate oh, you know. learning a lot about Sam <laughs> during this quiz. Uh, Miranda, if you please. Getting to know <laughs> you. And that's all we can record today. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. Sam, um, I'm assuming that you've prepared these answers since it. No. No. Oh. Oh, some, it's like some of them. I have definitely thought about um, a few of them. Um, and I'm, I'm worried. I think I might, I might, people might learn things about me and then I'll lose friends. No, uh, we will never let that happen. Let's just jump straight into it and just see what happens because we're on this ride with you. So question number one is which musical character would other people compare you to? So my first, like, and partly because we are doing Book of Mormon was Elder Cunningham. <laughs> cool. Um you know, slightly nerdy, slightly awkward, and by slightly I mean very much so. <laughs> but I thought I would actually. This is one of the ones I did actually prepare for. So I actually, you know, I asked some people, and I, oh, I feel there's a like Facebook poll. Yeah, so I've got a. So I, I asked people, and I feel like it's less. Um, I probably worded it not the same as in this question. So a lot of people. It's, it's more like more a list of things. I think for some people it was like characters they would like to see me play. That works too. Uh, so we got Luminaire from uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Um, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, Sudolus 
when a funny thing happens. Sudalus. 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 Yes. Oh, we got another one from Book of Mormon where someone suggested Elder McKinley. I don't know how I feel about that. Mm. Um, but Are they trying to tell you something? <laughs> I, I don't know. Have you I, been I, turning I, again, anything it's off like, lately? I don't know. Is that something they want to see me play? Is that something they, when they think of me, I don't. How many sequin vests uh, are you wearing right now? <laughs> if you like, are the one that answered McKinley, please let us know. No, no, don't. <laughs> Whisper to, uh, someone said the genie from Aladdin, which, I think it's fantastic. Great. Um, yeah, you can't be, you can't you turn can't that be, one down. Yeah, no, that's not I, something that's, that you should be sad fantastic. about. Um, but yes, my, 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 my first thought was Cunningham, but yeah. I, I like that list as well. That's a great list. Okay, so then which musical character would you like other people to compare you to? Oh, God. There's um, a lot of them. I don't know if God has ever been in a musical. <laughs> I'm, sure Actually, he he has. Has. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Tr- is he in Spelling Bee? Is that. That's Jesus. That's Jesus. Sorry, Jesus. I mean, is he or is it, is it you know, the deus ex machina is literally God coming down and being like, no. No. Mm. Or, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or just sort of like, we have to end the show, so I'm just going (laughs) to just do some stuff. Um, Oh, this is Elder Price. Would you like them to come in? Elder Price. I mean, Elder Price, I guess like. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be bad to be like for other people to view you like that, but to actually be that is. It's another thing. He's got. He's got a bunch of issues that I'm. What about I'm, the warlord? <laughs> we we don't what have a, to be exclusively no. from um, the Book of Mormon. Oh, but this is a fun game. It is. <laughs> um. Well, we can we can just skip that question. We can't. <laughs> I will say that I was very chuffed by the genie and I think if more people thought that, that'd be fantastic. Great. Guys, make sure you think of yeah, it, the genie. So, you know. Um, what is your dream role? My dream role. Um I'd love to do Les Mis. And who would you play? I all the I, roles. Yeah. All the roles. Every at <laughs> the same time. Yeah, just, man, Les Mis. yeah. Just uh just it's fine. I um, would Kill to see your Madame Tenardier. I, look, <laughs> you find a way to happen, and I will make it. I will. If we do, get to I two thousand yeah. patrons, <laughs> oh, yeah, Patreon goal. We're actually start start putting time with some of these dreamcasts. Um, I mean, I was maybe sitting in on the Hamilton episode, and yeah, Hamilton would be would be fantastic. Great. Um, I don't know. I sort of uh, for that Hamilton. So whether you want to actually be Hamilton or do the um. Uh, was uh, Thomas Jefferson and um, Lafayette. Lafayette? Yeah, um, would be which one of those would be the best? More fun, but either. either. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that picky. There's a few one dream world. Yeah, yeah. One. <laughs> oh. Just move the. That's, Actually, you yeah. could just triple, triple, or just yeah. That's a lot triple. of words. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of there's a. Uh, um. All right then. What is your favorite? Sunheim show. So this is uh, where I I start. The, the, my big fear for this this podcast was revealing just how little about musicals I it's like. Okay. I, I love musicals, okay. and but my my field of knowledge consists of things I've done or things I've actually listened to. And you've, so you've done a you've lot. Been in, you've been in a Sondheim. Yeah, before. I have. Yeah. But I had to I had to actually look up the list of Sonheim to be like because <laughs> like there was one that I could think of, and I'm like I don't want to list that one as my as my favorite. <laughs> so uh, what have you come up with there? 
Sweeney Todd. It's a good one. Is, it's a good one to have. Is a, I think it's actually Sweeney pulling Todd? ahead no. With, no. In, yeah. in, in the votes that it yeah. is now the, probably the most popular. It's a fun one. On this podcast, at least, in the guests. Yeah. yeah. Sweeney and Into the Woods. Sweeney mm. and Into the Woods. Yeah. Great. That's a great favourite song time. Um, what is your go-to shower song? It has been Hamilton. Um, <laughs> That's an epic just, shower. Yeah, then. <laughs> just, yeah, it's just like I'm not getting out until you can't see the tears <laughs> as I sing uh, Quiet Uptown. Or uh, I lose my voice from rapping. One of the, yeah. Uh, though obviously recently, I, you know, a bit of Book of Mormon's coming back. Right. Because I, <laughs> I may have been listening to it a little bit <laughs> in preparation for this. Um, it's really been those, those two primarily, I guess. Great. They're great yeah. shower songs. Okay. This is the question to end all questions. You have to delete one musical from existence. It cannot be Cats. It's gone. It's been deleted. It's never coming back. So which one is it? Well, here's the. This is the, this is where I, I might I might lose friends because I feel like if Cats was on, it was an option. I wouldn't pick Cats. That's okay. I don't. I, don't, I actually. I'm, You're with two people at this table <laughs> who didn't pick Cats yeah, to delete because <laughs> I've I've always been a bit confused by this. The the sheer hatred against cats where it's like, I don't like, I get, I get, I get, I get, it's like I when you join the musical theater community, you get like a, a, a brand. Yeah. You go Do you hate this show? Yeah. Yes. No. You okay, either love cats or you don't love cats. There's no middle ground. You see, that's the thing. I've, I've kind of feel like I am in that middle ground where it's like, I'd, I'll go see it. And it's a sort of like, I'm not going to be like, Oh, I really need to go see cats. <laughs> have but you seen time, like, cats? I have. Okay. I have seen Just cats. I've, se- I've actually seen it <laughs> twice. Wow. I'd I saw, say that I saw you're the most probably more one. on the love side. I definitely am. I definitely side. am. But it's like I'm not I'm not sort of like going anyway, around. Anyway, which one would you delete? delete? See, the, the, the one I delete was the other Sondheim show that I, I know, which was West Side Story. Wow. Yeah. I can I can see that. <gasps> I can. Okay. I did like. To be fair, it's a retelling of Romeo and Juliet. That's true. Which is yeah. not a selling point one for of me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Uh <laughs> And I think it's one of these shows that was incredibly poignant and relevant when it was released and when it was first put on, but it has become gradually less so. I'm not saying that it isn't, but I'm saying there are other shows that fill that niche maybe. Okay. For me, I guess it's also like I definitely, I can remember when I was younger and watching like the film version and Mm -hmm. thinking "This this is great, I enjoyed this, but I don't think I've ever seen a production that I've I've seen it a couple of times, but I've never seen one that I actually enjoy. In fact, uh, one of, there was one like a, this big sort of big budget professional one I went to see, and it's the only show I've ever thought that I'd just leave. Mm. It's the only <sighs> show, and I I literally got to the interval and I assumed we would leave. It wasn't it wasn't a question of maybe we should leave. I was like, we're we're not we're- staying for this, right? No, we're, <laughs> like wow. you know, and I didn't I like and I've and I you know, fortunately, I guess hadn't paid for my ticket for that. Someone else, someone else had a ticket and they're like, yeah, oh, you yeah. want to come see the show? But I would like, if I had paid for the ticket, it would also have been the first show I would have asked for my money back because Whoa. that show was Can real, I real ask bad. then, is there a world in which the upcoming movie version could win you back? Like, do you it think definitely, that it can be 100%, 100%. one like, it's, it, I, I very much admit like it's mostly just my bad experiences, but I also think it's a difficult show to do well. Mm. It's sort of it, yeah. it's it's sort of yeah. thing where if you start losing momentum at any point, it's very difficult to get it back. Particularly because mm. the first act is just so long, and if you're not if you aren't if you haven't engaged your audience for whatever reason, it's just 
you know, you don't have the second, the second long. act. The second, it's just, it's just like, wow, I've been here for a long time. And you know. I, I, I saw probably that same production and I remember being a little disappointed. disappointed. Mm. Um, but the, the real kicker came for me right at the end when um, the gun went off and the whole audience laughed. Oh, Ooh. no. <laughs> I don't, it, it was yeah. just like, oh. bang. <laughs> and it wasn't that like, <gasps> like awkward no, laugh. Relieved laughter. laughter. No, like, it was just, Jen, that no. was funny. Wow. I was like, oh. That is not really a good bad. sign. This whole show. show has come to a point where that was not the reaction think, that should have happened. I think I was seeing one of the, I might have been missing the preview. Um, I can't remember anymore, but I, I started calling there was a, uh, cause these are all, you know, this is professional production, but I started calling to subscribe what they did is the, um, um, the correction shuffle. Whereas in every single dance, there'd be a point where they'd all, there was a lot of posing men in singlets posing and flexing, but they would, they would get into this, in, into, into this formation. And then one person would shuffle a little bit to the side because <laughs> they were clearly not on their mark. And then they would dance, 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 pose. And someone else would shuffle a little to the side <laughs> And it was every it was every single single time, and they and I, uh, for whatever reason this this flexing and posing thing was a big part of the show, and every single time someone missed their mark and shuffled across, and it oh, wasn't like wasn't it wasn't like in a way that was like I would have definitely could have told it was like if they had just stayed still I no wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't I would no, never have picked noticed. that they weren't in position, but. Every time oh, that choreographer that, was yeah. a slave driver, yeah. oh, make Makes your some, mark or yeah. else. Someone had had Gee. driven into them that had to. Oh, <laughs> yes, no. I I feel like if I like a good, I I I would delete it because it, in on the proviso that it meant that I wouldn't have had to see bad versions of it. But well, you it, just erase everything yeah, like that's erase happened. It like, I'm like, yeah, erase it. Erase, well, you know, within my lifetime, it's fine. Erase back to yeah. the point yeah. and then like start it can again. Be like around, roughly fresh. around when I'm born, it just sort of like fell out of favor and no one, no one put it on anymore. Well. Um, it became this niche show that you occasionally <laughs> see. There's a lot of those. There are a lot. Oh, it's yeah. okay. We were shocked when you said it, but now that you've explained Look, it, we're yes. okay with I it. Like now, I said, there was, there was a bit of fear, but there was like the it's fact okay. that uh, you know two or three people looked at me Don't horrified. Worry. This is a safe <laughs> no table. Judgment. No judgment. No judgment. People have deleted much more popular, <laughs> I guess, shows than. Than West, West Side, Side Story. Story. And they survived the episode. They so. did. Yeah. You're going to be just fine. They haven't come Sam. back, but you know. You know what? We'll, we'll give you a little moment to like pause you know. and reflect on your choices <laughs> and then we'll come back with Broadway News. So the Broadway news for this week is that we don't have any Broadway news. I feel like we haven't had any Broadway we news in a in long a time. It's is true. anything? Is Broadway I'm even still sure, there? Is like, it still there? Our last episode, we had lots of Broadway. Okay, news. did we? Okay. We did. Oh, did we? I was wasn't I here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's just jump straight into Book of Mormon, shall we? Yeah. All right. Yeah, Do all it. All right. Yeah. Um, can you give us a bit of a history of the show? I can. Think? Because I have access to Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> if you would like to sponsor the show, just get in contact with us via email. I'm pretty uh, sure Wikis not. Yeah, it's profit. not. It's oh, not. It <laughs> Wikipedia constantly asks me for donations, <laughs> and I do contribute when I can. It could be a thing. They could they could help the show. We can help them. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, I so looking into this in preparation of the show, I thought it was quite interesting that they decided to skip off Broadway. 
They, oh they, wow! What's the use? It's they, been so long now. Yeah, they just they were they were in 2010. They were going to do an off Broadway version, and then they went nah. And I think I saw a quote somewhere where someone was like, "Yeah, but the you know, everyone works better when the risks when the stakes are higher." I'm like, that do, is do, true. Do um, I, and they and they so in 2011 they went on to Broadway wow. and they they uh, actually came on under budget. So I think that's yeah, that's nice. But then again, budget was like 11 million, paid like nine nice. million. They had a Hollywood budget. So, you know, <laughs> under budget. We under budget. To working on, you know, yeah. movies. And well, stuff. the average yeah. Broadway budget at the moment is around 20, isn't it? I, I believe I read that statistic. I, that I would year. not be surprised if that was, that was the case. Uh, but it was, though, yeah. So, I guess we mentioned that, you know, um, uh, what's it, Matt Stone and Trey Parker mm. uh, of, of South Park, South Park fame. Park. Yes. But they also worked with Robert Lopez of Avenue Q fame. Amazing. I mean, it's like a match made in heaven. I yeah. feel yeah. that they saw Avenue Q and they were like, I mean, well, if they can get away with that. I think, I think that's literally what happened. <laughs> I think it said, I think it was like, it said, yeah, here, uh, you know, 2003, after Matt and Stone saw Avenue Q, they met with Lopez and began developing the musical. And it's just like, that's amazing. yeah, all right. Um, it did go through a bunch of like reworks and, and apparently. Yeah. A number um, of different titles. Well, because they hadn't. <laughs> they, they were longer and longer <laughs> again and even longer. Well, originally, I think they'll, they'll think you're doing it just, just around Joseph Smith, as like just doing the story oh, of I'm Joseph so Smith. I'm so glad that they didn't. Uh, yeah, you know. Um, and they, I mean, I don't think they also, I think it was, um, so Robert Lopez also brought up the fact that, you know, he'd worked worked on musicals a bit more and mean that in theatre more than more than the other two. So I think when they was like, we need definitely to workshop this, they went, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, like being South Park, they're used to super high, super yeah. quick turnaround. turnover. Just yeah. content, so content, like, content. This, this is the idea. This is the joke. Go. Get it to animators. Yeah. Because yeah. so they started in 2003 and they, oh, they finally actually released it in you know, 2011. So I think that they, that might have been a surprise for them, but not for anyone else. But they had, um, before this, they'd done. They'd made. They'd made. Longer musicals. Uncut. Yes. The, the movie, South Park mm-hmm. movie, which, which was. Which had a lot of. A lot of musical numbers. Musical. Yeah, yeah. 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 And the. The thing I loved about that movie is all of those songs were parodies of yeah. music theatre, yeah. classic. Well, that was the thing because someone apparently I was reading there was an interview where they they they're saying how most people assumed that Matt and Trey did the writing and then um, Robert Lopez did all the music and they're yeah. like no because um, you know they're all they all, they did all of it together they were very good at yeah. it. I like um, that That's because nice. even before South Park Bigger Longer Uncut they did Cannibal the musical yeah very. Uh, less songs and less polished songs. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I think Trey Parker specifically is a big musical theatre fan. Yeah, amazing. So, yeah. Um, so I think that's when it's nice to be in a position where you can see a show and be like, I need to work with that person and then it just happens. You just <laughs> you go to see a show and go, hmm, program, composer. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Robert. <laughs> Trey Parker from South Park fame. Um, <laughs> that's probably wanna... exactly how he yeah. talks. Yeah. I, I a, have a That's a, a really good uh, impression. Um, but they, yeah, they, they definitely. It was interesting reading some of the, some of the changes. Those things like, um, oh, what was it? There was uh, in um, All American Prophet was originally um, more about just Joseph Smith because mm. from that. Um, history of it being just yes, about yeah. specifically about this guy, but they also had a running gag about the Matrix more than other shows, and so there was a bit 
the the point of it was actually so the idea of like the line in the show now, which is you mean the Bible is actually part three and Book of Mormon is Return of the Jedi. Were they yeah. the song is actually about the that the the third movie in the trilogy is always the best. <laughs> and so the, there's the line is I I thought Third Matrix was the worst, Matrix which is it's yeah. been replaced with <laughs> I have maggots in my scrotum. Great. So, but I, you look at it. You know, they're so the that's same, where they're that essentially the same so, line. So yeah, it's clearly a, a linear progression. Yeah. <laughs> but I know that they went through a whole bunch of rewrites as well for legal reasons, yeah. obviously, because they are dealing with uh, both I, historical I mean, figures. I feel like Matt and Trey do a lot of redrafting after the legal team looks at this. <laughs> yeah, here's what we want to do. Like, what can we do? Which, which ones do we actually have access to? It's like, all right. Yeah. Who's who's, right, who's not going to sue us if we put if we put their property in our show? To be fair, Team America was Matt and Trey, wasn't it? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. And and that had songs also in a it. musical. Yeah. To be fair, all the Mormons that I know that have seen this show love this show and are not offended is, by it is, whatsoever. This is actually, yeah, that's what they were saying. So, they actually they got a lot of questions about you know how do you think the church the Mormon church is going to respond, and they were like they're probably going to be. Fine, and they, they, apparently they well, they apparently they, they they thought they 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 were pretty sure it was gonna be fine, but they yeah. would sort of joke where one of them would be like, "It's that's gonna be fine," and the other one's like, "No, it's gonna be really bad." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's all right." Well, the only really but they actually were kind of they were, they were, jab at Mormonism is turn it off. Right? Yeah, well, it's that, more because all the rest it's, it's, getting it's, your it's own not, planet. I mean, like it's obviously like based around Mormon missionaries, but it's more about. Faith and religion in general, yeah. rather than they do. but also these two specific weird guys who kind of misinterpret the text yes. and then go on a wacky adventure, yeah. Yeah. rather yeah. than like all Mormons yeah. are like this. <laughs> yes. It's like yeah. these two weird guys. Are and they like do. This. They do sort of like. There's some stuff about like Mormonism that they play a little bit fast and loose with. Yeah. Oh, to I to think uh, a greater some, but they did a pretty good job. There's a jab at kind of. A lot of other religions in there too, and but, they, so but yeah, not, so how they, they how they represent Mormonism. I think is a bit, in the is, context of the whole show yeah. is like is it's, it's, just, it's just jabs at everyone. Jabs. But the thing, jabs and puns and no jokes, particular like, person can take offense. And they did have yeah. a dry well, they run of this musical by doing a Mormon based South Park episode where the whole joke was. Mormons might believe weird things, but they're super nice people. Yeah. So if you're just friends with them, you'll be fine. <laughs> I think that, cause I, I think I remember that episode because it ends with the the Mormon family like leaving. Yeah, the, because the everyone else who, is who is, ba- is just basically like it's like yeah, my I'm, my family might believe some stuff which you know when looked at really closely might seem a bit silly, but we're actually happy, and you people are all miserable. Yeah, and, that's it, true. and just like leaves, and you're like everyone's like, oh yeah, hmm. great. Oh. Well. That's a real nice history of the show. They worked together as a team. They decided to to just decide. They, they were like, off-Broadway, not for us. Let's go for yeah. it. There's and they made it and they're still around. Because, yeah, that's how it works. You just go straight right. to Broadway and it's fine. It's Well, it is for them. Well, yeah. it's, sometimes that is. Sometimes, it's sometimes true. it is. Do you have any other historical points of the show, Preston? Um, I did enjoy those. I, I, was an, I read an interview with what some of them saying how not only did like people of you know Mormon faith we're fine with it. They've met people. There's one of the actors, I think one of the original actors, I can't remember which one, was saying that the bunch of people they've met actually watching the show turned them to Mormonism. Oh, really? <laughs> they watched it and they that were. That can't be true. And <laughs> it, was, it was one person's anecdote, but well, apparently they just they'd thought have it was going to be a really great party time all the time. Yeah, they were like, well, it's like, well, it's a sort of like, <laughs> I mean, the show is over relatively positive about the effect that faith can have when applied. Until in, spooky Mormon hell. Yes. <laughs> I mean, sure, but that's yeah. not even that's not even how Mormons believe hell works. True. So it's fine. 
It's true. Um, Great. And just, just before we move on, I yeah. nominated for 14 Tonys. Amazing. One nine. 14 seems like one a lot. One nine Tonys. Nine Tonys. One of them was like best well musical. Done. Yeah, also so got, uh, one best musical, best book of a musical, original score, featured actress, uh, direction, uh, orchestration, scenic design, lighting design and sound design. So the minor ones. No, the, the ones as well that as the big ones, the yeah. ones that we, yeah. we, we also need got, to put a um, show together. They got the Grammy for like best theater um, album. Yes, that yeah. year as well. I so. didn't realize that there was a Grammy for musical theater until our our last two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, awesome. Well, if that is all the history from everyone, let's move on to a plot and characters. Alrighty. What is this show about and who's in it? Okay. So it's about some Mormons. What? Who go on a mission. Okay. And things go... Weirdly, <laughs> I was about to say, what word are you going to use? It's not necessarily thing? badly, no. just uh, oddly different than what you'd expect. <laughs> so, once upon <laughs> a time, there was a person called Kevin Price. Yes, yeah, Kevin, Kevin, yeah. Uh, so Elder Price and Elder Cunningham, mm-hmm. and they're all excited to get their Mormon mission to yes. go spend their two years figuring out. How to get more people into the Mormon Church? Amazing. People are going to Paris. People are going to the Netherlands, and they get sent to Uganda. (laughs) They are the ones that get the they. Nobody else gets a country like they get. It's true. Correct. And Kevin Price, who is a little bit of a golden child, whether that's Mm. self-image or (laughs) actual uh, reality, elsewise, (laughs) um, is a little disappointed. With this uh, uh, allocation and his friend. uh, His mission companion. His mission companion who he has to spend all his time with Mm. uh, is also not particularly pleasant. (laughs) I mean, they they basically put the top of the class with the bottom of the class and they're like, oh, average And then send them to Uganda. It's fine. This is well thought out. So, of course, they arrive in Uganda. They're robbed by the, the... Local warlord and explicit tag, general butt fucking naked. That's yeah, what that's he's his called. character that's name. His name. And that's just yes. not saying it wasn't his commentary. original name. No. But they changed it to that. I think it's inspired yeah. by an actual warlord who had a similar ridiculous name when translated into English. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, warlords, who knew? Uh, so they, then they're welcome to the village, and mm-hmm. a group of villagers share the daily reality. Uh, of the terribleness of AIDS everywhere yep. and famine and uh, living underneath this warlord, mm-hmm. etc. and their philosophy on life, mm-hmm. which we'll get to in the songs, which True. is a very fun song. Where is? Uh, so they go to their living quarters and they're introduced to a young woman named Nabalungi. Now this is the chief's daughter mm-hmm. who doesn't have AIDS and he says... No touchy, <laughs> no touchy, my daughter. Uh, and so they try to talk to her about Mormonism, and then they basically put on a show mm-hmm. for the village. Amazing. About actually, no, I'm skipping ahead. You are skipping ahead. But they that's okay. meet I the we other <laughs> Ugandan missionary. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
all well-balanced individuals. Well-balanced individuals who have a firm grasp on what Mormonism is about and how to deal with being here, uh, which is basically grin and bear it and then go home. (laughs) It's true. But Elder Cunningham, oh, sorry, Elder Price and Elder Cunningham decide that no, Elder Price is here to make a difference. Yeah, he's going to get people. He's the golden child. He's a golden child. Mm -hmm. He's going to be the new prophet. of Jesus Christ of the Latter Day Saints. It's true. And so he decides to put on a show. He he does telling the story of Joseph Smith with ad libs from uh, Cunningham, Mm -hmm. adding in. Uh, I'm going to say, like, infomercial. It's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tropes. Cunningham does sell them have a, a set of steak knives. Like yeah. It's literally. He does tend to. Um, he's very enthusiastic. Exaggerate the truth and get um, uh, overexcited. Yeah. 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 And to lie. <laughs> so the general arrives and announces that he's going to demand the genital mutilation of all the female mm-hmm. villagers. And after a villager protests, the general executes him. Uh, so, of course, Nabalungi is kind of interested in this promise of earthly paradise in yeah. Salt Lake City, yeah. uh, where they are from, mm-hmm. and dreams of that land. Yeah. Now, I will say, during all of this promising, uh, the reality of Mormonism has been confused a little bit so just keep that in mind <laughs> so price decides to abandon the mission he's done he's yeah. he's done with this he's done he with people win. being executed he's done with no one listening to him mm-hmm. he and he's going he's he's leaving his mission companion and he's going to orlando yeah. because that's where he belongs that's where god wants it's his him. favorite place in the world yeah um and cunningham says look I don't think we should go, but I'm your friend, so I'll go with you. And Price says, no, I don't <laughs> like you or anything that you stand for. You're staying You're the here. Worst. That's right. That's and how that's he phrases when- it as well, yes. <laughs> You're the worst and then storms off. <laughs> yeah. And that's when Nobolungi comes to him wanting to learn about the Book of Mormon mm-hmm. um, and Cunningham sings a song about it, which is the end of Act 1, yep. basically saying, what would Jesus do? He would man yes. up is yeah. what he would do. It's so good. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> so Act 2 is mm-hmm. when Cunningham is spreading the word, but the villagers aren't interested because what he's saying seems so removed from what their reality, their, their reality is. So he starts putting in some science fiction <laughs> tropes. Some uh, pop culture references. Yep, some things about how to cure AIDS <laughs> sort of things. Uh, yeah. It's kind of, it's this kind was of, the confusion I was talking about before. It's kind of like doing like a sort of an improv thing where they keep giving him challenges and he doesn't know. He just says Because he yes hasn't and. actually read the book. Yes. So he, yeah. doesn't know, he, he doesn't know how to find the answer in the book, so he just makes something up and pretends to read it out of the book. And there are references to some rather horrible things that do happen in Africa that are folklore in Africa Mm -hmm. that he is shocked at and decides to use his voice with his, like, promises of of God and salvation to affect their reality. So instead of having sex with a baby, they would have sex with a frog to cure AIDS. So that happened. And then? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Cunningham announces that several Ugandans are interested in the church 
But McKinley points out that unless the general is dealt with, no one will convert. Yep. So regardless of how many villagers you get, unless the general is interested, there's there's no point. Uh, and Price, who's seeing, had a who's had change a, of heart by this point, who has a spooky Mormon hell dream, he does, <laughs> uh, and comes running back because hell is scary. I've heard that. Decides that he's going to convert the general. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he was brought here to do. He's finally realized it. Mm-hmm. 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 General's <laughs> unimpressed. <laughs> what? No way. <laughs> and drags him away. So Cunningham finishes his preaching and the villagers are baptized uh, and they, uh, Cunningham and Avalungi share a moment. Yeah. Like a really like one of the most repressed Christian moment? m- love moments that's not sexual at all yeah. that is in any musical ever. <laughs> Nothing uh, happens but so much happens. Yeah. <laughs> There's a top five list, list in there somewhere. And the Mormon missionaries who are there uh, feel connected to these villages and they celebrate <laughs> by singing I Am Africa. Ah, <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, so Price is seen in the village doctor's office having the Book of Mormon removed from his rectum. Yes. Meanwhile, the general <laughs> hears a villager's conversion and resolves to uh, kill them all. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. Sweet. So against character. <laughs> don't know where that came from. And now Price has lost his faith. Yeah. Can't go He's on. Sad. So he's going to drown his sorrows in coffee. Because <laughs> coffee, they coffee. can't they can't drink alcohol. Yeah, well, they can't drink coffee either. Yeah, yeah. But no coffee seems a, a lesser sin. Yeah. So he's working his way up the ladder. <laughs> um, but Cunningham finds Price and tells him that they need to at least act like mission companions. They need to at least pretend that they're they're okay contract. because the president's coming to. Yeah to visit the Ugandan mission to see all of their great success that's happened and his parents and his friends and everything. (laughs) So when they arrive, (laughs) the villagers put on a show for the panel. uh, Much to the surprise of Cunningham. To everybody. To everyone. It's a surprise show. The best kind of show. Similar <laughs> similar to the story of Joseph Smith that they put on for the villagers, but with a few twists thrown in about genital mutilation and the magic curative properties of frogs. Yes. Who would have thought? It's kind of like when a film is inspired by a true story. It's like, <laughs> uh. Uh, The mission president is appalled, orders all the missionaries to go home, tells Nabalungi that she and her fellow villagers are not Mormons. <gasps> Nabulungi is heartbroken and sh- at the thought that she'll never reach paradise and curses God for forsaking her. Elder Price has had an epiphany and realizes that Cunningham was right all along. Oh. And though the scriptures are important, it's more important to get the message across. Yeah. So that's kind of the point of the show, I yeah. guess. Yes. <clears throat> the general arrives and Nabulungi is ready to submit to him telling the villagers that the stories Cunningham told them are untrue. But to her shock, they respond that they've always known that they're stories and that they're metaphors, not the literal truth. A place like Salt Lake City can't actually (laughs) exist. (laughs) It's just a story to make you feel better. (laughs) Um, 
So Price and Cunningham arrive just in time to use Cunningham's lies of the latter being resurrected after being eaten by lions to scare the general and his men away. Amazing. Yep. And Price rallies the Mormons and the Ugandans to work together to make this their latter day. Yeah. Yeah. And the show ends with the Ugandans going door to door trying to convert people. Which is fantastic. Fantastic. But we'll talk all about that when we talk about songs. Um, Do we have anything? That's the whole plot. That's That's the the whole whole show. All done. Start to finish. That's it, guys. It's like you've seen the show. (laughs) Without any of the songs, so we should maybe talk about that. Or maybe like only 10% of the jokes. (laughs) Yeah. Alrighty. Look, I like this album because it's like it's just the perfect length, I think, for a show. (laughs) It's this this it's just good. Let's start from the beginning. Um the very first number we see in the show is Hello. Yes. Gets stuck in your head. It does. Um, it's all the Mormons coming out and ringing doorbells and spreading the word. Reciting of... their training. Yes. They're being trained to go uh, missioning. Yes. Door to, then they're, they're going, they're door-to-door salesmen at the beginning. It's great. Um, there's some cool crossovers of lines that start... Right off the bat, you know that you're going to have a good time in this musical. Well, this musical only ever uses the word Jesus literally. Yes. <laughs> but there are some questionable moments <laughs> where one person just says Jesus really loudly and then finishes his sentence quietly <laughs> while other people are singing. It's true. Um, and it starts in this song. It's great. Um, we go straight from that into two by two, which is all the missionaries are being paired up. They're being told where they're going. It's very like do 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 do. It's just like fun. It's fun. You oh, dance along so to it. It's so fun and hopeful. Yeah, and they're all having great times. So and we learn. Um, Everyone's so w- happy with their placements. Everyone's <laughs> so happy with their placements. And they're going to be two years in Paris, right? They're <laughs> going to be best friends, and it's going to be amazing. And they're going to have a great time. And we hear that Price's favorite place in the world is Orlando and that's where he's going to get sent because he's he, such a good Mormon. He's such a good Mormon. He's already told um, God that that's what he wants and that, so that's what's uh, going to happen. They were told that if they ask God and they really believe that yeah. God will make it happen for them. Um, it does not happen for him. Um, I know it's Shopping. like we've heard that before. Um, like but literally just, just before, before. <laughs> Zane was doing the synopsis. <laughs> so Price and Cunningham um, have been paired up. Cunningham's really excited about going and Price decides that he's going to sing a little ditty called You and Me but Mostly Me just to reiterate the fact that this is all about him and he's the golden Well, this child. is the I want song. This is him saying, yeah. I'm a good Mormon yeah. and I'm going to do my best yeah. and you're going to be, be there, there somewhere and but but the, I'm going to do it. But, but I'm going to yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, and then we get to Uganda <laughs> and we sing Hasadiga E-Boy. What does that um, mean? This, this seems like a great time for me to point out. Yeah. I saved this show. You saved, I saved it. it. You saved you it. Saved I didn't it. listen to any of it <gasps> before I went to see it. You didn't. I didn't watch the bootleg. <gasps> I didn't watch anything. How and did that the only thing you? I had seen of this show before we went it. to see the whole show yeah. was the opening number at the yeah. Tony Awards. Amazing. And I could see after I'd seen it why 
they didn't do any of the other (laughs) amazing pieces of because there is a huge turn like flip reveal in this show where it just and that's right where it happens where it's like wait they're going to Uganda what what (laughs) and and I turned to Zane in the theater because we saw it together and when it literally started talking about Uganda and I was like what is this gonna be what this is about now like (laughs) I just turned to him and went huh and he just nodded like yes Me, who like, had already memorized the entire okay. soundtrack. Strap in, Miranda. You're over <laughs> I am so glad that I didn't spoil any of that for myself. That's because amazing. Because when I was sitting in that theater, I was watching a happy little show about the you know, pretty little mormons having a grand time. old time. Yeah. It, it, and and then it, then it seriously just went like. Boom! It just right, right turn. He's like, everything. Oh. This is the point of the show, and what I love about, well, when we saw music, because um, there's a there's a music sting at that point where it's like it's like the the band. Yeah, just like a little the, the band yeah. actually sort of like. It it. Um, this is the uh when when we went to see it um in New York. This is what the lottery dude was yelling at everyone at the beginning of the lottery. <laughs> so the people who knew what it meant laughed and everybody else was like, oh, okay, that's weird. Um, so Hasidiga Ibawai has a translation in the song. Should I tell it? Would it be? I would assume we, people would know. We've explicitly said. Uh, we've I can it, say yeah, it? You can say okay, it. Okay, guys, if you're under the age of 18, then I need you to block your ears now. Um, Hasidiga Ibawai um, is uh, fuck you God. Fuck you that's God. what they're singing about. The whole time. Sorry, God. And I will say, I will say, Hasidiga Ibawai is not a direct translation. It's not. It is. They, it, in the original concept album, it was something very similar sounding, but they made it Hasidiga Ibawai so that it wasn't literally saying that over and over, over, over and over, and over again. again. I can't um, imagine why Matt and Trey would ever think that was necessary. That I'm must not be a sure Lopez that it thing. Was, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure it was Matt and Trey that pulled it back. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's. It's uh. real. It's a really interesting way um, of portraying portraying um, the devastation that these people are living through because it's so upbeat. Well, and I, it's so positive. I, I love that. Like the Ugandans are very welcoming. Absolutely. About like it's like it's like whenever you have a problem. So what are you, what are your problems? And their problems are so minor. Yeah. And stuff in like comparison. you know, it, like they got robbed, and the, but the first thing they mention is that the plane was crowded. Yeah. And that the bus was late, and they're like. That's completely legitimate. Great. Like we don't, they don't, yeah. they don't be like, they're not, none of, at no point do any of them say that's nonsense. No. Did you just listen to the things we've been talking Your about? Your And you have AIDS? Like, <laughs> and you have AIDS because of that. It's great. Yes. Uh, but, but the, the two, you know, two main characters obviously don't get that. But yeah. I, I do like that the, the Ugandans are, are just like, yeah, any it's problem. True. And it's really and it's like, and it's like it. if those if that is the most important problem in your life, then yeah, come come join us and we all will. We're gonna sing about it. We're gonna get we're gonna feel better about it. It's and true. it's really great that like you said, the music tone doesn't change too much no. between two by two and Hasadiga Evil Eye, no. but the content is entirely <laughs> different. <laughs> like everything in the show is very like you want to dance along to yeah. it. I've sat in it twice now in the front row, just being like a beaming idiot <laughs> with the cast like being able to see me, being like, ah! um, I'm just so sorry to both of those casts. But it was a it's a great show and I love it. Um, but it's a really cool introduction to the Ugandans, I think, too. It, mm. It's it's not what you're expecting. It's yeah. definitely not what I was expecting. <laughs> and then the whole rest of the show was that. It was, was that. Like, 
just okay more and more okay. and more um <laughs> so once we meet the ugandans we meet the missionaries that they're going to be serving with um this is my favorite song <laughs> it's so great um so turn it off is um is about how these particular missionaries deal with Things in their life that come up that maybe they don't know how to deal that with. That are troubling, though. Yeah, we've just seen how the Ugandans them. deal with their the problems, yeah. and now we get to see how the Mormon missionary deal just with their ignore problems. It, just be ignore a good it. Mormon if you just suppress it, it yeah. will be fine. You will be fine. Just pretend it doesn't exist. You don't look at it; it goes away. Um, but this is great. Works. It has your tap number in it. Woo! There you go, Miranda. This this number when they clap the lights off. Yeah, and then they. Clap on, and, and they're, they're all in, a different in sequence. Yeah. It is a sensory overload. Yeah, it's so Pink good. Sequin yeah. it's amazing. Specific. Was this specifically? I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. Was this this song was like the McKinley roll because they realized that this guy could, the original guy could actually do this this whole tap thing. They were like, we can, we need to make this this song more. And so it was, it was, because, it was because of the original actor being, being good old they were like, they were so, they were, they were so happy. With how he was doing the role, they're like, "We want you to have more stuff, so we're going to give you a whole. We're going to make that number you do a bigger deal." And they sort of worked on it to till it's now, as you said, century overload. And, and I believe he was the last original cast member to stay. Well, last original he lead cast the member. Longest. Pardon? He stayed the longest. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, on Broadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then <laughs> we go into "I Am Here for You." Which Aww. is like just your little moment of oh he's so cute. Cunningham sings a little lullaby to Price to help him fall asleep, and how he's his best friend in the world, and Price wants nothing so to do with cringy. him. It's yeah. so cringy, it's but not, also so. Crap. It's not clingy at all. It's not clingy, but <laughs> not even... you're just not like oh you're clingy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? that? Yeah, <laughs> that's a direct <laughs> quote, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then from it's not a long one that one it's a good no, one no no it, it's it's more kind of around dialogue as well yeah um and then we go into all american prophet which is price and cunningham talking about joseph smith and the angel to the ugandans and being like here's the deal yo yo this is what this is all about is this Super fun. It's super fun. It's super fun. I do like how it's sort of like it, 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 it is all about like how great, you know, Mormonism is and how it's like it's better than all the other ones. But then it slowly just becomes this thing where it's mostly just talking about how good price is. Yeah. 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 And it's just like and just and like transitions like, and you're like hmm. things that they're saying, they're like, you know, we know. We know that this isn't believable in some ways. Like we know that we got rid of some tablets that you want to see and I can't produce oh, yeah. them for you, mm. but just believe it anyway. That is actually so one of that's actually a lot of that's one of the things stuff. that they got wrong about Mormonism. The idea that Joseph what? Smith didn't show anyone the place. No. There's in the if you read the book I haven't I mean like it's in the actual Book of Mormon. Yeah. There's like 11 people who he showed and they wrote testimonials about how he they they also saw the – And if, they, in every copy of the book, the actual Book of Mormon, you have those testimonials as well of these 11 people. So, But if that, well, then we'd, we'd, we'd have nowhere to go with the show yeah, if which that I feel was like the case. That might be why they changed it. There's, so a couple of changes were like they did, they did very well on like actually portraying the actual beliefs of yeah. Mormonism. But there are a few aspects where they were just I like – I think it's more like if you have exaggerated. these – these are uh, these artifacts. Yeah. Like if we had the original Ten Commandments chiseled that came down the mountain, yeah. we would put them in a museum. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Mormonism, these plates existed in 
remembered history. Yeah. Why don't we have this place? Yeah. In I mean, also in like, you know, when he, like the, the, the tablets were actually a thing that, you know, Moses walks down and he's just yeah. like, yeah. check out these tablets that I just <laughs> found at the top of this mountain. Where just Miss is like, check out this book that I, no, I don't. That I (laughs) dug up in my backyard. I've been told no. (laughs) (laughs) Then we go into Nabalungi's solo, which is. The only female. The only female song in the whole show. And it gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. Um, Salt Lake City, which is singing about paradise, essentially. And between Mm. you and me, audience, (laughs) there is no context in which I would like to hear this song at an audition. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Really? Even if oh, you are Ugandan. Ah, but Zane, you have heard it in several auditions. times. What if they were auditioning for Book of Mormon? No. <laughs> Unless I specifically ask for this song, which I never will. <laughs> That's the one That context. surprises me. I would never have picked this as an audition piece. I, so that's yeah, it is, it's, it's not what I'd, I'd you know, it's like. I mean, it's not a song yeah. I'd think of. I think general, it's just because like, it's a, a, a comedic female, female song, song and it's very belty. Yes, I but I guess you also need to pick from. Oh, that's another. It's another conversation for that. When we do audition tips, the podcast, <laughs> we'll talk about that I mean, in more detail. If you're ever auditioning for me, don't sing. Just don't sing. Because it. it's like, because it, isn't it? It's written phonetically in the. Yes. So yeah. you can't not sing it without With the accent. The accent. Being yeah. racist. Um, (laughs) I am here for you. Reprise is next. It's not actually on the cast album, but it is in the show. Um, Cunningham sings that after he is left by himself. Mm -hmm. Um, Price has has been like, see ya, you are the worst. Bye. And Cunningham has to pep himself up. And then then we hear Man Up, the end of Act One, which is like. Which is a great song. That's me being Cunningham. Wow. Um, it's, it's like seeing the show all over again. It's like if Jack Black had written a show, a song for this show, this would be the song that Jack Black wrote right. for yeah. it. I can that's, see that. Yeah. Not how I've ever thought about it, but yes. Yeah, that's, right? Yeah. Um, so that's the end of Act 1. It's taken us a long time to get here because I love all of these songs. So <laughs> we open Act 2 with they are very good. Um, Making Things Up Again, which is Cunningham talking to the Ugandans about the Book of Mormon and making things up while he has the voice of his father telling him to, Joseph Smith. to stop doing and Joseph Smith and other uh, Mormons and the Hobbits, angel Moroni, Darth, Darth, Darth Vader, Vader Hobbit, <laughs> Yoda at one point. Yoda, yeah, all yeah. of the pop culture references that he's putting into the Book of Mormon have now come to life and said, what are you doing? Um, doesn't stop him though. He keeps on going. Well, he thinks, oh, he he thinks keeps it's on fine. Well, no, because it's it's he's it's having an effect. It's like, having yeah. they're, they're loving it. Believing him. It's a great story. He has a wonderful imagination, and mm-hmm. we see that come. He to mind. I mean, it borrows a lot from George Lucas. He does. A lot of, <laughs> a lot, a lot of the advice that the people are saying, "Don't do it. It will come back to bite you." And he's like, "No, it's fine." Nah. And uh, probably you know, won't. Probably won't. Who's got to ask questions? Yeah. Not me. Um, and then we see we see Price again in Act Two. He's having a spooky Mormon hell dream, which apparently happens to every Mormon. They have, a, they have, according to the song, yeah. is that they have these hell dreams when, whenever they commit a sin. Whenever they commit a sin. Um, but interestingly, and, not how Mormons perceive hell. No, it's um, he's More met by a lot of other people that could be in hell. We don't know. <laughs> um, haven't been there. Haven't classic checked. Parker and Stone. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like. It's great. They do enjoy doing musicals set in hell. 
Yeah, and I like the fact that the like songs and yeah. production elements yes. coming into it later. <laughs> there isn't like a lot of there's not these big massive set pieces that come in and out. Like it's all cast and costume yeah. based, which is really cool. Um, I believe Ben is sung by Price. He believes he's ready to go back. He believes he is the the person that has been sent. Into the world, he's just to not learning this. his lesson. No. He's not. He, <laughs> and he just he, he decides he just has to recommit to his belief, and everything will be fine. Yes, and he's wrong. Yes, yeah. but it's a beautiful song. It is a, it's song. a great song. I'm assuming that you've probably also heard this a lot in auditions as well. Um, I feel like no, it would be no, no. not as much. No, <gasps> guys, what are you doing? I mostly would. Uh, uh, you and me, but mostly me. Really? I hear a lot. You hear it a lot because you're singing it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I sang it once for you because yes. there was a puppet involved, yeah. and I was singing it as a duet with myself. That's, and that's the only time I did. It's great. If great. you would like to see that, we need yeah. to get to three thousand patrons. Yeah. <laughs> there should be a milestone goal. No, we have video footage of that. Oh, Amazing. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I love it. I do. Please yeah, do. definitely do it again. <laughs> definitely as a milestone goal. Um, Five five more Patreons and five I'll release that video <laughs> of Zane. Look at so. me. That's where we saw like videos of Zane doing things. Yeah. He's never dropped us in it. <laughs> it's great. One day he will and it will be big. <laughs> I know it's coming. Um, <laughs> then we go into Baptize Me, which is the, the love duet between Cunningham and Nabalugi. Yeah, it's just one big double entendre. One big double entendre. It's great there's a lot of like surely they're just talking about baptism yeah mm. mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 definitely I mean, they, yeah it's, yeah. it's a there are points song, where guys. they where they aren't they both they both basically like this person makes me feel great yeah and they sort, of, they sort of drift towards the thing of like yeah. that's the point stop beating around this damn bush and then they go back to baptism I think at Correct. some point they're both talking about baptism. Yes. There is a time during the song where they're talking about baptism. Um I am Africa oh, <laughs> comes up next. This is equipped with Lion King references. There's some interesting choreography. Now, there are some offensive songs in this <laughs> <Yes>. show. <laughs> but I think this one takes the cake I for me. I think this is probably oh, really? number one. All these white dudes um, in like fully in, in like, white. We, we are Africa because we have done this. Amazing you know, because thing. we've been here. We've been we've yeah. lived it. We suffered we, and we yeah. you know we went through We're trials. Ready. Yeah. Um, yes. Ooh, it's it's very uh, interesting. I mean, like this is is it's a great illustration of like well meaning yeah. yet still racist people. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yes. The good intentions. There are they are there. Then we go into the show <laughs> from the Ugandans, <laughs> their gift to the head honchos of the Mormon faith that have come over to uh to see their progress. And it is called Joseph Smith American Moses. Um, look, there's some questionable things in there thanks to uh, the things that Cunningham's made up. And but I will say this song does a great job of illustrating exactly how weird the president is going to find this. Yeah. Because up until now you're like, oh, that's so silly. Yeah. It's like, but now it's being presented like, thank you for coming. Yeah. Let us show you everything that we've learned. We're so excited. Sex yeah. <laughs> They're so excited. And the other I mean, missionaries haven't heard what Cunningham has told them in order to convert them. So that's yeah. the first time everybody is hearing yeah. this version Cunningham's of the Book of Mormon. Cunningham's a little horrified it's going to happen. Yeah. And it's um, it's an interesting 
like you're watching the show, but you're also watching everyone watching the show yeah. and being like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> you don't know what's happening. We don't know what's happening. They don't know what's happening. It's great. Um, then we go into Hasadiga Evil Way Reprise. Again, not on the cast album, but in the show where Nabalugi uh, loses, faith. loses her faith. Yeah, it's sad. Uh, you and me, but mostly me also gets a reprise that's not on the cast album, um, which is Price and Cunningham together again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tomorrow is a latter day is everyone. They've decided yeah. that they will carry on in Africa. They're, they're there to stay. They're here to do the, the book of Cunningham. Yeah. And that's So because the phase. fourth part is always the best. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> always. And then... Um, we have Hello, the Reprise, which is all of the new missionaries now doing what we saw in the beginning of the show and um, uh, outreach. They're out, they're outreach how their to the version, greater how community. How their version will go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the encore at the very end there, which. Um, if you're which, lucky. If you're lucky. And if you're not lucky, sorry. <laughs> Um, but well, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. This is the first time um, I've researched a show and it's come up with what was in the orchestra. Um, so we had reeds, all the ones you'd think, flute, piccolo, alto, tenor and, alto and tenor saxophones, clarinet, oboe, bansuri. What is that? What is that instrument, guys? It's like a, a, f- a flute, like a side piccolo flute thing. Oh, and then I don't know. Exactly know how to describe it, except it's usually like made out of wood and has cool. holes in it. And then a soprano <laughs> and alto record, a soprano recorder and an alto recorder. So kids, you're learning that instrument for a reason in school. Um, and then you've got trumpet and trombone and drums and keyboard and violin and guitar and basses. I think it's because this orchestra is only nine members. Mm. So the person on reeds plays all of the reeds. The person on trumpet does all of the trumpeting, including the flugelhorn, which I learned that instrument the other day. Didn't know that existed until about a week ago. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, there are some things that aren't on the cast recording, but in its first week in the iTunes store, guys, this was the fastest selling Broadway cast album in iTunes history. Fastest huh. selling at that moment. Oh, it's probably now surpassed by yeah. Hamilton and other shows, Dear Evan Hand, blah, 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 that have like rocketed up the, the iTunes chart. But it's um it's a Playbill said it's a rare occurrence for a Broadway cast album to place among the iTunes bestsellers at that point. It was pretty impressive. I think really a lot cool. of that mm. is due to the Trey Parker Matt yes. Stone connection and all the South Park yeah. fans going like, okay, well, what is this? Yeah. And not being disappointed is also a big part of that. It's like it is exactly as offensive as you think it would be, but presented in such a candy coated way that it's easily, easily. I mean, sometimes it's it's like they've gone further in other things. Yes. Yes. So, but it is definitely like still within their wheelhouse. And South Park has such a massive following. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, But look. That's enough about the songs, guys. We've we've talked a lot. I need a drink of water. Um, and while I do that, we're going to take a break and come back and talk about who has been in this show. So, Miranda, who, when, where have these people been in this show? So many. How? Everywhere. How? 
all the time. All the time, <laughs> just constantly. Okay, so the original Broadway cast in 2011, Andrew Rannells <sighs> playing Elder Price and Josh Gad playing Amazing. Elder Cunningham. Um, they Those two would have um, Andrew Rannells more so would revisit the show a yeah. couple of times in various forms, but it's actually their standbys who then replaced them mm-hmm. and then did the tour and then jumped back to Broadway and it, who wow. actually sat with the show in various forms yeah. forever. Well, both Andrew Reynolds and Josh Gad are very high-profile performers, <laughs> so I guess they had a lot of stuff on their plate. They had plate. places to be. Things they to had do, the things know? to do. Uh, so uh, Andrew Reynolds' replacement for Elder Price was Nick Roylo. Roylo? Roylo? I would say Roylo. Then say it. Rallo? <laughs> I'm really Nick, sorry if, if I'm mispronouncing it. It Let looks slightly Nick French. Nick Roylo. 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 Yeah. Uh, and Josh Gad's replacement as Elder Cunningham was Jared Gertner. Gertner. That's a great name. Um, <laughs> so uh, the rest of the original Broadway cast, Nikki M. James in the role of Nabulungi. Is yep. I'm saying it right? <laughs> Rory Nabulungi. O'Malley as Elder McKinley, who stayed with the original cast for a long Rory time. Rory O'Malley did. So, so Nikki went on to play Eponine. And she was the Eponine that we saw in Les Mis when Amazing. we were in New York. And then Rory O'Malley oh, went on to play. Aw- awkward Eponine because. Oh. Yeah, she has no, a look. very unique voice. Uh, and it, the voice yeah. was interesting but wasn't particularly troublesome. What I found more troublesome was two white parents having a black child. But, <laughs> you know, that I know. <laughs> anyway, casting. Woo! Um, well, Rory O'Malley then went on to Hamilton to play King George. King George. King George, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, a bit different from McKinley, but probably much the same. <laughs> Somehow. Somehow. Much the same. Um, Mafala Hatimbi, played by Michael Potts, Joseph Smith and others, so various uh, bit parts, Lewis Cleel. Cleel? You're doing Cleel. great with these Cleel. names. <laughs> Brian Tyree Henry played the general. What's he done? Look, that name sounds awfully. It's familiar. a click link. You can feel free to click it. Zane's Look, on I'm, it. I'm I'm in there now. Uh, let's there. say that uh, he he's done a lot of film. Maybe that's why. Uh, most recently, uh, uh, the game Spider Man Into the Spider Verse as uh, Jefferson Davis. Cool. Yeah. Mm, Spider Verse. <laughs> Woo. Okay. And, so, oh, and the uh, his only other Broadway work is Lobby Hero, which was a play. I saw that. That's why it sounds so familiar. <laughs> you might be the only person who has. It's so I've good. Chris Evans. Oh, and Michael Sarah, for best feature he was, actor. Yeah, for a Tony. There you go. Well, That's there you go. So, so good. He's a you know one of them play actors. He was very good. Yeah. Done a lot of TV as well. Law and Order, The Good Wife, Boardwalk Empire, The Nick, Atlanta. Bits and pieces. One of those recognizable faces. Yeah, probably. Okay, so the first national tour, mm. um, which was followed by the second national tour, uh, just to be clear, uh, which both started in the same year. Whoa. So it was a case of one started and then another one started because and they were both demand. touring in the weirdest thing. Well, I think this has gone on to be a model that a few shows have, yeah. have yeah, yeah. gone on after because of the massive – Response. That the show awesome. has got. So much. Yeah. Um, 
So the first national tour was Gavin Creel as Elder oh. Price and Jared Gertner Guys. as Elder Cunningham. So Jared Gertner, who uh, originally replaced Josh Gad, yeah. then tour. went to the tour um, and then back to Broadway. And then God, he jumped around a lot. Gavin and West Creel. End. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Gavin Creel also was a Broadway replacement after he had done the tour. It could have been before. No, it must have been after. Um, but those two, that pair, also then originated the roles on West End. Amazing. So the weirdest thing about that is they sent two actors from West End to replace them in the tour. Yeah, cool. So then they went and did the opened the West End show and then the ones they sent to do the tour to replace them, replaced them on the West End. They'd be like, guys, we know the best way for you to learn this show. (laughs) Just go and do it. These two pairs of people can never be in the same country at the same time. (laughs) Go. (laughs) How do we fix it? I don't understand why you didn't just put the West End guys in in the West End End production. But... It must have been necessary for some reason that none of us will ever understand. When we meet one of them, we can ask them. I'm hoping it's Gavin <laughs> Creel, everyone. <laughs> um, Gavin Creel was a Broadway replacement. I mentioned that already. Um, second national tour, Nick Rollo. Nick Rollo. Nick Rollo as Elder Price and Ben Platt as Elder Cunningham. Guys, this is the cast I saw. And then, so good. <laughs> uh, ben Platt was also a Broadway replacement. So the Broadway cast just kept, kept like, on rotating. rolling through them. Yeah. And it was this thing of like maybe um, training them up elsewhere and then yeah, giving them a Broadway stint. It was, it was very yeah. strange. Um, there was a little bit of that amongst some of the other roles as well. Um, Samantha Marie Ware, who was first national tour uh, did a six-week stint on Broadway um, before opening in the tour. Uh, so that was sort of training in the other direction. Throw her yeah. in the deep end yeah. on Broadway for six weeks and then <laughs> let her go do the tour. Um, the original West End cast uh, for Nabulingi was Alexia Kadime. Why can't people have names I can pronounce like John Smith? <laughs> 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 Everyone. Elder McKinley was Stephen Ashfield, Mafala Hatimbi, Giles Tarara, um, and other people. Yep. And lots of other people have done the show. Lots of other people have yep, done the show. People have done the show. And so like I said, people. there's all of the tour and Broadway and West End have just had multiple replacements. Mm-hmm. The cast is so just we'll say Giles through. Giles Tarara, who original West End cast, yeah. he went on to originate Burr in oh, the West End production cool. of Hamilton as well. That's really rad. And then I'm a little surprised by the connection. The uh, yeah, Book of Mormon Hamilton crossover yeah. isn't something that I. I think maybe Book of Mormon was winding down, down at just as Hamilton was rising. Well, up. it's kind of so. What hap- What we were told at least before Hamilton was released on West End was that Book of Mormon was closing. So everyone was like, we need to go see Book of Mormon now because it's about to go on tour, so we need to go see it right now. And then we got there to one of the lotteries and we're like, when does the show close? And they were like, it's never closing. So <laughs> never. It's um, going to run There was a rumour for Mormon closing on West right, End before yeah. it went on tour. But um, 
Yeah. Also, the guy I saw playing McKinley is now playing Damien in Mean Girls. He was in Ben Platt's Broadway cast of Book of Mormon. Ah, and here we come to the yeah. oft-told story on this podcast Whoa. of Casey Nicolor, <sighs> the uh, choreographer of the Book of Mormon mm. and co-director of Book of Mormon, who um, also did Drowsy Chaperone, Something Rotten, Spamalot, and Aladdin. Wow. All the good ones. Um, Aladdin, he was director choreographer. And he has recreated Book of Mormon and Aladdin in various other places, including That's Australia, so cool. recreated the whole production. Amazing. Um, and he reuses <laughs> cast yeah. a lot. And he is now working on Ding 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 Mean Girls. Ah, oh, there ding, we ding, go. Ding. It all so, makes sense yeah. now. Uh, no, wasn't that a bit controversial for the Australian cast? People, people, I remember there being people kind of well, put out in, that they brought in so many people. Was it Brian Holden they brought in for Book of Mormon in Australia, who was the, American who did West End but mm. is, then did the Australian – Melbourne cast? Melbourne cast. Ryan Bondi playing Elder Price and A.J. Holmes AJ playing A.J. Holmes. I knew it was one of the stars. A.J. Holmes has too. come from the West – and yeah, I but he's American without checking it. So I don't know if a he did come from the West End cast. Member they of were both reprising their roles. I'd have to search back from where. Yeah. Um. So it's all very inter- it's all very interesting. Yeah, the there, there was, but even if you look at the Broadway to West End, yeah. they were using American actors in the West exactly. End and. Yeah, like, so Adrian Holmes went from Broadway to the US tour to the West End to Melbourne and Sydney. So I feel like maybe home. it's like as as they set up the show, having somebody there who knows it yeah, is yeah. it's just like a nice thing to have. And then once it's on its feet, then they can put the <laughs> I don't know put the local actors put in. The local actors. I, don't I don't know. Maybe it's, it's a very I mean, quick I'm a little, turnaround. I'm a little personally miffed. I went I tried to audition for Cunningham yeah. and they went and picked someone else. So oh. to be I mean it was a very interesting audition in this. The first time I went to an audition where during like the, they're welcoming everyone in yeah. at the end of that conversation went, I'm not getting a role in this show. <laughs> Sometimes The way they described it, know. I was just like, oh, I'm not, they don't want me in this show. I'm just, I'm, I'm not what they're looking for. <laughs> and I was like, which is, you know, it's fine. At I least you feel like, that at the beginning of the audition and you can just do your thing. Yeah. And then- I mean, I did, I enjoyed it and it was a nice time. It was got to go to Melbourne for a little bit, but That's like. Fun. It was they're basically talking about how much they they wanted it to initially be very much like the American one, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm basically, I'm, I'm like ultimately, that. I'm ultimately like too tall, <laughs> like I <laughs> something like, they, I they, have like, never said personally. <laughs> but you want that contrast between Cunningham and Price, where Price yeah. has to be, mm. you know, literal that or or all American golden boy, yeah, and so you ideally want someone short than and short and squat That's person true. as Cunningham to come in to sort of. Have that contrast. It's true. Well, it brings you, the comedy, the classic Disney sidekick. Yeah. Um, Which I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh well, that's that's a shame. But were there any like big production elements or other casty things, Miranda? While we're on, well, I don't know. The um, other notable original casts listed here are for Stockholm, Oslo, and Copenhagen. Ooh. So I guess it's doing well in that region. It's doing real uh, well. Yeah. I will say Is a friend of mine from Monday did, did get into the show, so I want to quickly shout out to Chantel. Well done. Sean. Yeah, Woo! she's she's doing great. Chantel. Oh, Chantel. Chantel. Sorry, I was like Sean Tell. Yeah, I, I thought, thought that, that was the no, 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 first name. Yeah, Chantel. No, Look, there are a few Brizzy peeps yeah. in the Book of Mormon cast for the Australian cast. So well done to all of them. Um uh, but 
look, I know that we all have our own version of the show in our head. Funny there was so, a segment we could talk about yeah, that. Yeah, maybe we'll just take a break and then we'll come back and maybe chat Dreamcast. What do you think, guys? <laughs> sure, let's yeah, do right. it. Yeah. Guys, who do we want to see in this show? Okay, well, let's get it out of the way. Zach Efron is Price. We already know that. Next. <laughs> I feel like. Agreed. There we go. Zach, I, yeah. Like, <laughs> can we cast him as Cunningham and just see what happens? No, it wouldn't work. No. <laughs> Why not the general? A uh, couple of reasons. <laughs> do we need. No, we're I not th- I, that I that think one. it's either Price or McKinley. I don't think he can do the accent. I think he would. I think he could pull I off think a he McKinley. Could do a McKinley. Yeah. Quite well. I also think he could easily do Price. Do Price. Easy. Yeah. Though again, I mean, like he is starting to age out of it. I don't know what you're talking about. He is only 31 years old. It's not, it's not They're meant to be 19. Yeah, well. He was 19 what, once. He, he knows what it's like. <laughs> Did Andrew Reynolds look 19? Again, 30-foot rule. Um, <laughs> but also Andrew Reynolds wasn't quite as muscular it's as Zac Efron now is. It's true. Look, so. Zac. We've cast Dream you in many shows. But I, I, I think that it's an easy, it's an easy pick for. That was one of the yeah. things. I, like, one of the things I, I thought of, like like Jonah Hill for Cunningham, and I was like, looked at pictures, like, oh, he's he's put on a lot of uh, muscle and lost a lot of weight, yeah, so he's, he's so gone off and gotten far it. too fit for that role. How dare he? <laughs> too fit. Um, <sighs> dang. I loved Ben Platt as Cunningham. I had, like he just was adorable. His comic timing was perfect. I would. Definitely put him back in a cast if I was to do this. Yeah, I, I think that is his shtick. Yeah, he, that that well, he that's exactly what he played in Pitch Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um, though I would say maybe also Paul Dano. Oh, I don't know if he can sing, but I think Paul Dano could. It'd uh, be really interesting, hmm. actually. I think Neil, um, Neil Patrick Harris as McKinley would be fun. <laughs> yes, just, just a really long-serving mission. Who else is there out there? Uh, who oh. is that? He's a British talk show host. He does singing in cars with people. Oh, James oh. Corden. James, yeah, okay. As Cunningham. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe a young James Corden yeah, as Cunningham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought um, I'm going to hopefully get this name correct. Uh, Lettia Wright, who is um, uh, in Black Panther. She's the sister. Ooh. Um, the Oh, the young one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. As... Um, Oh. As Nab- who? Who? Nabalungi. Nabalungi. Lungi? Nabalungi. Or Nabalungi. I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, they mispronounce it in the show as well. There you go. Um, Which has been funny. As neurofin prescription. No. There are definitely things things in the show that I laugh at and then I feel guilty for <laughs> laughing at and then I can't stop laughing. So it's it's one of those it's, shows. It's one of, it's one of the themes, um, yeah. I reckon like Darren Chris or Daniel Radcliffe, you know, the ones that we've seen on Broadway do fun things as McKinley. Um, or, actually, and the I, other one as Joseph Smith slash yeah, everyone else. Yeah, yeah, Because it's like one guy that does a whole bunch of. A lot. Uh, those costume parts. Yeah. Mm. I actually think, um, oh, what's the comedian's name? Bo Burnham. Oh, yeah, all right. Might be fun. Uh, <laughs> either as like McKinley or maybe Price. But yeah, yeah all right. Um, and. No. No. There, no Donald Glover as um <laughs> as the as the as the price. 
No. Chief? Chief. No. General? General. General, Number general, longy. general. He may be a bit young. Like, other than that, maybe Idris Elba would be awesome because his voice is, like, booming. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, if we, we do that, if we, if we want it on the voice, we can just get Morgan Freeman. Yeah, let's get Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Oh I, I, no, I no longer care which role. I'm just in the show. I reckon he'd play um, a As real Jesus. good Angel Moroni, though. <laughs> yeah. come I down. am Moroni. Yeah, his voice would Isn't be Morgan awesome. Freeman God, though? Yes. Yeah. Is that what he That's is? the closest thing you get to God. Oh, I get, except literal Jesus. Yeah. He could play Jesus. He could play Jesus. Yeah. Um, anybody else, guys? No. No. I want to have casting ideas. I do, but I'm always fall short on. I this think this segment. one's particularly hard because it's just hard. like young white guys. Yeah, like, yeah, and an entire ensemble of black people, but they They're, don't matter to you, Zane. Well, huh? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast. I'm gonna well, who am I? Leslie Odom Jr. as ensemble member number three. <laughs> like no. <laughs> Maybe Although he, he would, he could play a real funny general. He could play a funny general. Yeah, but see, yeah. I just don't view the general as a particularly interesting role. No, and it's it's not a big one. Like it, it's a big one kind in of, terms yeah. of its yeah. intensity. Yeah, kind of just walks but on, looks confused yeah. for a bit, and threatens people, and yeah. walks off again. Um, do you have any other? Is the Rock? Oh yes, <laughs> as Moroni, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he looks nineteen, right? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yes. Yes. See. Why have we waited Can this long to wait? cast Dwayne the Johnson? Anyway? Could, could we do a, <laughs> an entirely uh, wrestler-based cast? Yeah, no. John John Cena is prize. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and Dwayne Johnson is Cunningham. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. So we've got silly now. This is where we wrap it okay. up. Okay. Oh. If nobody else has anything, uh, maybe we should head over to top five list and see what show what this show can head on to. What am I saying? I've lost it. Cut it. <laughs> So if this show was to appear on some top five lists, what would those top five lists be? Can I put it on top five swears e musical? <laughs> yeah. I think it has to It's got so it's many swears in it. It's gotta take I think it's gotta take number one. I can't think of it. I'm a sure more. there's like a quote I read which is like it was like the most offensive or something. Like it's most swearing or in any on any on the on any Broadway show. Because you think of like the real adult shows. Yeah. They even they are them are not particularly sweary because mm. like what Avenue Q has two th- two swears three swears plural it's a few but it's yeah it's yeah. not even close I can't, I can't Look, like I honestly guys, can't if you think can of, think of anything that would come into this <laughs> yeah. list just comment on the yeah, oh, yeah. comment on the podcast because we're falling short. Uncensored uh, musical on musicals that should be censored. I oh, definitely shouldn't be censored. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Get them swears out. I think okay. it's top five politically incorrect musicals. Yeah, politically yeah. incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> top five faith-based musicals. Yeah, actually, top five responses by a church. <laughs> yeah, the uh, their their Mormon church response was very was actually really good. Top five parody musicals. Would it make it on there? See, I've tried. Oh. I've tried KB to put yeah. parody musicals in, in the a, loose term uh, on there. Miranda's pulling this why? face. <laughs> the term is too loose. Yeah. Okay, it's too it's loose. Too loose. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're getting loose in the studio, guys. Got my musical set in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> the Lion King and the Book of Boy. There's like no other list that those no. two shows could share. I'm certain um, of it. It's true. I mean, it might go for total box office. I could definitely, yeah. They might fight each other for total box office. Top, top five musicals that mention the term Lion King. <laughs> it's true. Or top five um most cameo appearances of characters you've seen before. Mm. It would be the only one. Like, you know, Yoda and all that. Mm. Yeah, top five pop culture references. There we go. Mm. Good I'm looking for. Hmm. Anything else? Uh, okay. <laughs> not not too know, broad. I'm just feeling Honestly, really like anti all the lists today. My, my, on my personal list, uh, Miranda probably has a much more extensive list. This is definitely on my top five tap numbers. There you go. What about top five <laughs> costume changes? Were you expecting that I surprise costumes? <laughs> well, you've got yeah. like, Costume you know, reveals? like Elsa in Frozen at the moment. It's pretty epic. Oh, that's you know. just Cinderella, though, isn't Cinderella. it? It's the same Cinderella. She's Al Woods. Yeah. I guess it's one a top five surprise costume changes yeah. on stage. Surprise! Costume yeah. change. <laughs> Sparkly vests. Yeah, I'd go with the It top was amazing. Topic. It was great. Well, he's just a vest, though. I mean, guys, can we all come back? <laughs> but it's, it's a lot of vests in one place at one time. Yeah, yeah. and you weren't expecting just... just like lights to come on and just sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> As a homosexual True. man, sequins are very important <laughs> to me personally. There were a lot of things in that show that were unexpected. True. The top five just unexpected. Moment. I think Hasidik Evil White, top five unexpected songs. Just, yeah. cool. just out of the blue. Like happy, happy moment. Yes. Um, yeah. For me, outside of the show, this has to be one of the top five lottery processes. If you uh, <laughs> ever apply for it, it's a good time. The hosts obviously get trained, no matter what country you're in, to be hilarious. Um, so do do give it a crack. I don't know if Australia's doing a lottery. Um, maybe I, I would know. assume that they are. I'm but, um, I'm pretty sure they're anticipating sold out shows. So yeah, it's uh, true. They probably don't uh, need to. Any other top fights? No, um, none for me. I get, uh, top five cameos top by Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of another. Matt and Trey have got all five. Hades Town is just one big cameo. It's not a cameo. He sings solo songs. It's true. It's true. I'm tempted to go with just. Clean out top five comedy musical. Okay. It's I don't think it's number one, but it's on the list, I would say. Yeah. Uh, on a, well, we all know what my number like, one is. Like it was so. just, I was just laughing. The, the whole, whole time. time. The whole time. I will say. <laughs> laugh audience, out loud music. Audience experience, laugh yeah. out loud. The only musical I've laughed more in was Avenue Q. Wow. At the Brisbane tour, not on the off-Broadway yeah. when I saw it because I was disappointed. Oh. But that's for another time. Is that all the top five lists then? Have we, are we done? We're done? Sure. It looks like we're done. So. Everyone looks like they've lost It's really late. Shit. It is really late. All right, guys, let's talk about the lessons we learnt then. So are there any lessons we have learned from? Let's turn it off. Just turn it off. <laughs> I don't yeah. think you're meant to act. I don't, I don't, I don't think you're know meant that's to learn that lesson. Worked out fine for Elder McKinley, didn't it? 
I mean, you learn how to tap dance, so. I mean, there are definitely some moments What else are you meant to do with all that pent-up sexual energy? (laughs) Well, Um, also quick change. You also learn how to do a quick change, so. I learned about spooky Mormon hell dreams. I didn't know that they were a thing. And now you learned that they're actually not. not. They're not a thing at all. (laughs) I I do think uh, um, I I do like the lesson, uh, lesson um, that it doesn't not to judge other people's problems as lesser. You yeah, accept that that is a problem yeah. for that person and you, you know, you comfort them. Yeah, it's a nice mm. one. It's a nice lesson that we've learned. Well done, Sam. Yay. Well done, Sam. Um, maybe also not like boasting about how great you are. That's probably a lesson <laughs> we should learn to maybe be a bit humble. Well, um, yeah, so Price's journey is about thinking that he is great, but also putting all this pressure on himself to be great. You don't need to. And then it was when he was like, okay, I'm going to have a friend and we'll do it together. Yeah. That's his kind of journey. Price is a very troublesome character (laughs) for me. (laughs) I don't like Price much at all. I mean, he's not super likable. Like he, I mean, you can sort of like relate to, I mean, he sort of explained it a little bit that he has had 19 years of people telling him that he's amazing. Yeah. And then when he has to step up, he's like, well, I'm amazing. I'm just going to do this. Well, yeah, and if he's had everything handed to him, yeah. he's assumed that all that being handed to him is just how things work. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Which is, It's not I that it's being handed to him, it's that he was very good at it. Mm. He's like, no. I think uh, Book of Mormon as a whole can teach us a little bit about how presentation Mm. Uh, can make you forgive a number of sins, like the the actual sound and the feeling of the songs. Yeah. And is very happy and upbeat and, like, very positive, while the content of the songs is a little darker yeah. and, like, honestly downright offensive. And I think Trey Parker and Matt Stone have a very keen sense of what they can get away with and what it would take to let people or to get people to let them get away with it. Yeah. Mm. To convince an audience to forgive them. Yeah. Yeah. Or to enjoy it and enjoy yeah. get into it. And yeah. Again. Yeah. Be horrified and entertained at the yeah. same time. I mean, and horrified at themselves as I, well. As I, well. I, 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 <laughs> you like, get horrified at yourself for laughing, laughing. at that because it's so inappropriate. Yeah. Like I def- I've definitely met people who who didn't like that, that sort of thing being of, of like getting into that headspace where you can laugh about it, like didn't work for them. Mm. And so, and which, at which point, it's a really difficult show to watch. Yeah, yes. there are definitely people uh, I've like met I, who I, have been offended. I've definitely got friends who, like, when they did the auditions, came out, the auditions yeah. were happening, were just like, mm, I don't know if I want to be associated with this content. And it was just like, yeah. that's not an unreasonable thing to think. No. And that's okay for you. For you. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go see it. Oh, okay. Were like, there any other lessons, I'm very guys. excited for it to be coming to Honestly, it, it did, it, I had done a little bit of research before this show, so it didn't teach me a lot new about Mormonism, but it yeah. does teach a lot about Mormonism and it does get some of the facts wrong. But it is, you know, Mormons are not never depicted as the bad guys. No. no. Which I think ever. it would have been very easy I think, to do yeah. if you – set out to do that. They could have definitely been like the oppressive yeah. overlords of these two young guys. I think they, they, they described it as, a, as, a, as an atheist's love letter to religion. Yeah. And it mm. is, and there is a lot of, I mean, like speaking of lessons, there's a lot, lot to be learned about like the power of faith in general mm. when mm. when that that it, it can be good but it can also do 
not and the great power of well. mythology yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. And, power and stories. The, mm. the storytelling becoming the... The meaning the, of the story. The meaning of the story is becoming the religion. Yeah. Mm. And the the specifics of the, like the whole thing about Cunningham basically recreating his own yeah. version of the religion, yeah. which an entire society said, yeah, we're on board. Let's yeah. do this and spread the the good word. Yeah. Had so little to do with the the um, accuracy of the detail, yeah. yeah. But they created a religion around the shared set of beliefs, in that yeah. they all agreed that they could live a better life by by following yeah this this version. This version. And that, as as an atheist who yeah. looks at religion perhaps differently to people who come from any specific religion um there's there's so much power yeah in that and so much more power in accepting that about all the different religions Absolutely. Yes. and you that you know it's actually far less about what was actually written down word Absolutely. for word on some tablets, whether and they were about brought the down a mountain or, yeah. but more about with. the community saying we come together and we believe that living this way yeah. will help us to work together better. Yeah. I think that's, that's how they got away with it. Absolutely. Yeah. But this, like that's the Book of Mormon yeah. and, and every other version of every religion ever. Yeah comes from that same thing. Absolutely. And how many of of the other prophets or, you know, disciples, however, whatever, pick a religion, any religion, (laughs) you know, were Elder Cunningham's in their own way. Yes. Absolutely. And that's the thing is that all the the things that we learn about religion are essentially hearsay of someone telling a story to someone else and that person telling a story to someone else and that person telling a story to someone else. sometimes you take it one step further and you get to sex frogs. Exactly. (laughs) And then someone writes it down and they publish it. Like one day we'll see where it goes. Um, Any more lessons, guys? No, I think we can end with sex frogs. Absolutely. It's (laughs) It's a great great place to end. It is a great place to end. solid end. Sam, what are you up to at the moment? Is there anything you'd like to tell us about? Yeah, I'm. I've been doing a, a sort of a bit of a project where I just I I've, I did a couple of voice acting gigs and really enjoyed it. So I thought I'd try and um, do more of that. And Amazing. to that end, I've I've been doing a sort of uh, a sh- couple of things on YouTube where I with the sort of like the tagline of um, using the excuse of of practicing voice acting to justify playing video games. I think that's great. Uh, so it's, I mean, because you need an excuse. I yeah. Well, you, you know, there are a lot of voice one actors. Of them's, who one, one of them, one of them, wasting time, games. and one of them is me doing serious <laughs> career um, skill building. You go to um, Comic Con. There are voice actors there from video games. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. A, I, I'm a running a business network. <laughs> I'm not knocking voice. Actors. I mean, I mean, is this is this is I got I literally got the idea from going to a panel at the Penny Arcade Expo where a lady who is a voice actor was just like, yeah, this is something you can do now. And I was like, that is something I can do now. And so, yeah, if you, if anyone felt like, you know, doing, it's basically a, you know, a let's play, except it's me doing all the voices. And that sounds interesting to you. Where do do we find that? You go onto YouTube and you look up um, Sammy P productions. Sammy It is important that those are two separate. Sammy P and productions are separate. I discovered when I a couple of my friends got back to me and were like, "That's not you." Uh-oh. <laughs> I was like, "You need to put a space in there," and it goes to a different channel. 
fine. <laughs> um, that is awesome. If you would like to check it out, we will put a link in the show notes. Um, and if you would like to get in contact with us, there are several ways that you can do it. Um, firstly, you can head to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know. You can go to our Twitter, which is musicals teach me, um, which is the same as our Instagram handle too. Just go to musicals teach me. You'll find us on Twitter. You'll find us on Instagram. You can email us at musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com. Please send us an email. I want to read one out loud and respond to it over the podcast. Um, but Probably the the biggest ways that we would love you to connect with us is via your uh, podcast streaming d- 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 app of app? choice. Yeah, oh, I um, thingy. <laughs> and you can subscribe to us, uh, give us a rating, review us. We want to know. We're on Spotify now, and we're on Spotify now, which is Ooh. so exciting. Um, thanks, Spotty. Thanks, Spotify. Um, we want to know what you want to hear. So if there is a musical that we haven't talked about yet that you are waiting for an episode on, please let us know. If you would like to become one of our Patreons, um, just head to patreon.com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know. We have um, set a few challenges for Zane um, if we reach certain numbers of patrons. So we would really Bring like to get to that. It. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there are also some of our very, very first episodes that didn't go public, including our Cats episode, which we know all of you want to hear. There's some top five lists that we haven't popped onto any of the apps. So there's um, there's a bonus. And all it is is one American dollar a month. month. I was about to say a week. Oh. A month. That's nothing. That's right. That's nothing. It's less than a cup of coffee. Um, So... There are so many. There are so many ways. Tell your friends. Let us know what you're thinking of the podcast. We love having you. Thank you so much to Sam for coming in to talk. Thanks, to Sam. Thank you very much for having me. It was awesome. Thank you. We loved having you. I have been your host, KB, and I have been joined by Zancy Weber and Miranda Solid. Until next week, guys. Have a great week. Bye. 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 to the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.